how long we've been doing that and I'm still pressing the wrong I know button. you ought to just like put some tape next to it or something I could label it but uh but what ain't, it, ain't like nobody can see that oh I know it's not even that it's just I don't know I should label it anyway mm-hmm. uh but until I do I'll continue to press the wrong button I guess <laughs> yeah I think you did that on one of the episodes. I did that on a lot of them. I, <laughs> I can't remember what sound it was, but you had pressed it and it was not right. I don't know. But, yeah, most of the time I'm able to just kind of cut it out, I guess, or whatever. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I keep mixing them up. Anyways, you ready to start this thing? Of course. <laughs> Let's get it. Yo, welcome back to the number one relationship slash Good time podcast in the world. If you don't know, I'm Trey. And I'm Q. And this is How Do You Love Me? And uh, today, before we start, do you want to jump into how full our cubs are? Yeah, because we forgot last we week. We did, you know, but Sorry, y'all. listen, stuff happens. Yeah. So with that being said, Q, how full is your cup? I knew you were going to ask me first. You want me to go? I, no, I'll go first. My cup. <laughs> my cup is uh, on 91% I'll say good. 91% okay um got some stuff done this morning like you know housework stuff I washed my hair which it's been two weeks and that's not only pushing it for me and so I don't know I just I don't have anything to complain about at this moment so I'm gonna say I'm on 91% how full is your cup Trey that's what's up like it's let's go uh, with 91 91.3 yeah it's i don't know i'm I'm a little tired like i guess i don't know it's I felt, probably that rice i don't know probably you, maybe you don't I, really eat ba- uh breakfast yeah that that actually might be it there but so i'm a little tired but outside of that i'm i'm good feeling good you know mm-hmm. it's a good day we got some stuff planned but you know yeah yeah we do. So that's where I'm at. Well, good. That's how I'm living. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sad to see you a little tired over here. I know. You know, it probably warm out today while I was doing my little house stuff. Like I washed my hair and got out and handling some little gel braids or whatever so that my hair could dry for a little bit before I put my products on it. And I decided to go wash the dishes and start the washer. And I was like, I looked over at Trey and him and she were in. We're in the computer room on the computer, and I was like, you know, basically, I was like, I thought you was in there messing with the vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) Like, after it came out of my mouth, I realized how it may have appeared, but I literally thought she was the vacuum, and I thought he was cleaning the vacuum. Like, he had read my mind and knew I wanted him to clean the vacuum. So when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I thought that was the vacuum. He was like, well, I can vacuum if you want me to. Yeah, I mean, needless to say, was I reading her mind? No. <laughs> but after the statement, I'm like, yeah, I can. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, if you if you use that vacuum, you're going to need to clean it out because it was full. It's full. Yeah, yeah. And so that took a while. And that probably wore him out because nah. it was his first time cleaning the vacuum. Nah, that didn't wear me out. What's, what's crazy, I woke up like this, like. I don't know. It's not like a hazy or, you know, it's just like, yo, I could probably go back to sleep. Do you think it's because, like, you're out of your routine? 
No. Because, like, normally on Saturdays, you get up, you go wash the car. That's the thing. Run some other errands. This morning, you didn't get coffee until. It was like 10 some, I think. No, it was 9 some. It was like 9. Oh, wait, I take that back. It was like 10. Yeah, yeah. But, nah, I, I don't know. I felt like I felt like I got a good night's sleep. But at the same time, the way I woke up and the way I feel, like, I feel like I could take a nap. But I don't feel like taking a nap. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the other, the other thing is this morning I got up and I made some rice and some bacon. And so maybe you're not used to having that in the morning. You know, sometimes when you got a full stomach, it make you a little tired. I agree. But I was tired before. I ate. Oh, okay. I well, I'm trying to help you. I don't yeah, know. I, I maybe it's daylight savings that's finally kicking your butt. That might actually be. I don't know. Yeah. But that's where we at. You know, we still going to rock the podcast, yeah. obviously. But, you know, because a little tiredness never stopped your boy. No. Your boy going to get it done. No. Yeah. So in today's episode, we're talking about a thing called knowledge. No- knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy online. That's how he says it. Really? That's like the running joke. Yeah. Say it again. You got to get knowledge. Knowledge. Oh. Ugh. No, um, it's the no. Well, this was all, <laughs> I say this every time, sparked by something that happened. And I was thinking about this. So a couple weeks ago, I was talking to a coworker of mine. And she was telling me a little bit about her husband and how he's getting into like woodworking. I think that's what it's called, woodworking, where he's mm-hmm. like building tape, like he's carving wood and making making it into something. And so he's been working on a... I think a dining room table for them. Oh, wow. A dining room or a coffee table for them. And he's been doing that since COVID started pretty much. That was like the thing that he got into. And she was just saying like, you know, he kind of is ready to transition from his job, but it pays, you know, really well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's kind of, you know, not uneasy, but, you know, it's just it would be a transition for him to go from. Yeah. Doing something fun that he enjoys as a hobby to doing it as something he wants to do for work. And, you know, you just get you want to support, but you feel a little nervous about that jump. For sure. You know, because you don't want them to jump out there and lose this good, secure thing for something that may be temporary. Yeah. You know, you may not because people back in like years ago when I worked at the hospital, I used to crochet blankets. And I would just do it out of the kindness of my heart. I would never tell anybody, like, hey, you're getting this blanket. Mm-hmm. Or I would occasionally. But I would just make it, and then I'd be like, you know, give it to them for their baby shower or birthday or whatever. But people would ask me, like, hey, if I paid you to make me this blanket, right? how much would you charge? Yeah. And I always tell people, I don't want you to pay me for it because then it's not fun anymore. It's not fun anymore. It's work now. And I like to do this in my way. And if you start putting like deadlines and time yeah, like deadlines and, and <laughs> custom, you like I want this color this way. I want it to look just like this. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. And the way I was doing it, it was fun. I can I could pick it up when I wanted to. If if they never got it by Christmas, they didn't know. You this know, because true. I was just making it out of the kindness of my heart, just doing it or whatever. And once it was done, I would just give it to the person. And so I can understand why she would be a little bit uneasy because, you know, it would be a totally different thing, you know, for him to go from a hobby to a career. Plus, you know, the kickstart for all that might take some, a lot of money, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, I said all that to say I was just talking with her because I was like, well, Trey's a big dreamer 
And I was like, yeah. And it's kind of hard for me because I'm not in that like same space, but I know he just has like really big faith. And I was telling her about, you know, some plans that, you know, Trey had. And I told her about how Trey likes marketing and how, you know, sometime he would like to do something in marketing. And she was like, oh, okay, well, I really hope that works out for him. And, you know, just we'll be praying for him and you continue to pray for us or whatever. So I was like, okay. And then we went on about our day. Well, that was like, that was like the beginning of October. Then this week she messaged me or she video called me because we video chat or whatever. And she told me that she had like a lead for Trey. And she was just basically like, they went to this place to get their car fixed. And before they got ready to go, the mechanic was like, hey, what do you do for work? And her husband was like, oh, I'm in the marketing. And he was like, oh, great. We need somebody who can help us with marketing for our business. And, you know, they told him like, oh, well, that's not quite the work that we do, what you're looking for. And my friend was like, like instantly she thought of Trey. She was like, oh, wow. You know, this would be great for Trey. I need to pass this on to Q. Mm -hmm. She didn't say anything to the guy, but she was like, look, you might want to call him up. You know, have Trey call him up and see if this is something that's, you know, beneficial for him or right, whatever right? to make this connection. So I was just thinking how, like, everybody is their own bank of knowledge mm -hmm. and how it's really important for you to share your knowledge. And sometimes when people think of knowledge, they think of, like, the stuff you learn in college or formulas for math problems. But sometimes it's just everyday stuff. Right. Or it's experiences or your goals or dreams or something. For sure. And it definitely helped in a way. Like, it helped for me to share a little bit of my knowledge with her because then she was able to make a connection, you know. Just based off of what you told her right. one time. Right. Right. So... That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about knowledge and sharing knowledge and why it's important. Yeah. And the like the direct connection between knowledge and friends and, yeah. you know, like who you know and what they know and what you know, how that affects kind of everything. Right. You know? Right. And I was um, thinking about how, again, people think that knowledge is really like just really top secret information like, oh, he's really knowledgeable in sewing. So mm -hmm. nobody knows how to do that. And so he's the expert. But sometimes you don't even have to be the expert. You just may have a lot of experience in something or some experience in something. Like what's funny, it's funny that you put it in that way because mm -hmm. I don't like I don't watch law shows and stuff like that. Like all the time, the closest I get is suits. Yeah. Q, no, that, that's yeah. hey, that's my stuff. But. I heard or I read somewhere or something like in the courtroom, the subject matter expert and the short for that, they call it the SME, right? The SME is just the person that knows the most about that thing. Yeah. So it's not that you're like, you know, the, you know, you got a master's in blank in like in this thing. It's not any of that. It's like, okay, do you know, okay, if it's like on a scale of addition, multiplication, if all you know, if all everyone else knows is addition and you're the one who knows multiplication, okay, 
that's the subject matter expert. Mm-hmm. Until somebody who knows more, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, more yeah. of it. So it's like it goes perfect with what you said because you know you don't have to know it all, but if you know a lot, or if you know more than the next, then that's you're the you're the go to for the information mm-hmm. until someone comes along that knows a little bit more. Right. So it kind of you know. Right. Well, I was also thinking about how you have to share what God gives you like the knowledge and experience that you have so that you're not a gatekeeper. Well, we're all in a sense a gatekeeper mm-hmm. of the knowledge, but you don't want to be somebody who hoards that knowledge and you never let other people hear the good things. Yeah, that's a that's that's bad news. First off, that's why he gave it to you. Right. He gave it to you to be that light on that specific thing. Right. And so if you hoard it, one thing that I do know is he'll either take it away mm-hmm. or he'll give it to somebody else who will share it or right. will get it out. You know, we see that all the time. Right. And I thought um, I thought about something that I say in my classroom because mm-hmm. I'm always saying little stuff and they always pick it up. I have a saying in my classroom, like whenever we do math, because math is one of the hardest subjects, not necessarily the hardest, but I feel like it's either math or reading. Yeah. And I feel like math is sometimes hard for kids to grasp at six or seven because we're having them do stuff that like we're not like I I think a lot of people think that first grade is just like all fun and games. But they have them doing some hard stuff sometimes. Yeah, that's like kindergarten, right? That's what people think. No, I'm saying kindergarten. Oh, kindergarten is like regular adding like one plus one is two. We're actually doing like word problems and stuff. Yeah. And so like we have this block in our schedule called math problem solving. And that's where, like, this is the first time they've seen this this type of question. And it's uh, what we call rigor. And so it's harder than a normal question. That sounds hard. Rigor. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) what we call rigor. And basically, we are trying to get what we call productive struggle. So Mm -hmm. it's basically like they... I just do it in a different way than other people do. I put the question up and I post it and I have them all glued in their journals. And then I give them five minutes of no talking, no asking me any questions. And I just want to see what they can do. Mm -hmm. I want to see how they can figure this out. And I always tell them it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. I want to see what you know. Yeah. Okay, so when that timer goes off and I'm asking for volunteers, I tell them, show me what you know so we can grow. Yeah, so like everybody else can also get right. it. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Because even if they got it wrong, like if somebody, because they love to share their journals. So when they come up to the board, they show their journal, they explain how they got the answer. And if more than enough kids do it the same way, then we're allowed, we're, we're able to grow from it because I can see where they're thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they might have messed up at or like, okay, everybody's getting hung up on this one portion of the problem. Let's focus on this. Yes. And in that, everybody wins. Everybody grows. Because now you look like the superstar teacher whose kids (laughs) all know the stuff and everybody else, like all the kids, knows the information and like knows how to get every section right. Right. Yeah, I wish some of my teachers did that with me. Yeah. Well, some people call it something different. I heard when I was student teacher, they called it uh, number talks. Mm-hmm. So it was where this was totally different, but because second grade is 
I was a student teaching in second grade, but in first grade, they actually write it down. But in number talks, the kids talk through their thoughts and they don't even have paper. They're not allowed to write it down. So they have to do a lot of mental math. But I use that same thing in my classroom and I just tell them, show me what you know so we can grow. Yeah. And they say it too. They know. Like, I have to share what I know. Yeah. Because maybe some people out here don't know the answer or how they got it or was, how to share. That was me. Like, yeah. I never knew how. How did you get this answer? I don't know. Yeah. Let me see your paper. It's like half work yeah. and then I get an answer. Well, see, and that's another <laughs> that's part me. of it because, like, on this paper, we have it in four boxes and it's like they have to draw a picture, write a number sentence. They have to write their answer in a sentence. Like, there are five dogs left. Oh, and so they then, hidden all. Oh, yeah. And then the last box is an explanation. I solved my problem by. And they have to tell you how they solved it. But anyways, I was just thinking about how, like, it's, it should be that same way Yeah. in real life. Right. You know, we need to show what we know or share what we know so that other people can grow. We, and... Not just like grow physically, but grow mentally. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people like to hoard what they know. Right. You know what I mean? That's where like granny, who (laughs) might have passed away 20 years ago, had this really like, okay, let me back up a little bit. My great grandmother passed away this year. Yeah. And at the funeral, I kept hearing people talk about this cornbread, this jalapeno jalapeno cornbread. yeah, Yeah, yeah. And. Like everybody was like, yeah, you know, I kept, I, I was trying to get the recipe, trying to figure it out. Cause you know, I, it never would taste like grandmama's or whatever. And I'm like, I bet you, she never wrote that down. Probably not. How many people you think she shared that with? A few. Probably a few, yeah, but you know, I'm few. like, why is something like that such a secret? It's, Especially when you know, everybody loves but it. That's, that's complicated because. One one thing I can say, you know, sometimes people hoard things so that they can be the go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I give up the information, they're not going to come to me to get it. Yeah. See, you know what I mean? So that that's where and I always say this, but that's where for me personally, I just it's kind of a scarcity mentality. Right. Like <laughs> that's his favorite. It word is. These it days. is because. <laughs> When you like when you start looking around, you start realizing like, oh, like this is not like if you share it with enough people, it might get shared with the right person who, hey, this is so good. I'm going to connect you with Jiffy Bread and we're going to broker a deal to get this jalapeno cornbread like distributed, you know. But the thing is, it's like it will come back to you, Mm -hmm. you know, like people aren't. Not most. Most people, if they say, man, where you learn how to make this? Mm-hmm. Oh, blank, you know, yeah. my granny, my great granny or, you know, whoever it is, they taught me how to make this. Right. But people be, they, they want to be that. The only one. Yeah. It so that, the that they can come to me. Yeah. Like you can come to me. Not saying that this was her, but most people, like whenever it's like something like that, most of the time it's like a scarcity mentality. Like if I give this up they're not going to come to me for it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, now I'm left out of the. Well, see, I guess I understand that because I remember when I started a YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. I remember I started a YouTube channel and I started because 
like a teacher YouTube channel. I started because I was like, I don't see a lot of people that look like me right. in this field. Because I know they're out there, right. but I don't see them thriving on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I want to see more people who look like me, not just the people who are like really bubbly and right. have the Pinterest classroom. I want to see some regular people. And when I got on there, I was trying to do the same thing that the other people were doing. And I didn't, I didn't like, I was just trying to find my way or whatever. Like normal. Yeah. But yeah. then I just figured, you know what, I'm just going to start recording stuff that I feel like if I was on YouTube searching for something, I wish somebody had, you know, done. Yeah. Or I just started doing videos that I was looking for. Yeah. Now, remember, I had passed my teacher exam. Which I was so stressed out about. <laughs> like probably everyone else. Like everybody else. Yeah. And I just came home one day. Like it wasn't even that I had planned it out or anything. I came home one day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to record this video. And I didn't have a script written down or anything. I just talked straight off the top of my head. Yeah. And I just shared the tips that I felt were beneficial to pass that test. Right. And it took a while. But people started finding the video and they were like, thank you for sharing this information. And not only did I share like, you know, examples of like the book that I, I read and, you know, just different study tips or whatever. I also share like the resources that I have. And I I was feeling some kind of way because I was like, (laughs) somebody had bit my video. Like they literally, had copied my video and I was a little upset because they didn't look like me. And I was like, but this video is going to get popular, like more popular than mine. Yeah. And I was like, that's not fair. That's so not fair because I'm like, I put in the work to figure this crap out and here this person is over here stealing all my glory and not even doing a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Because I remember watching that video like, ugh. Yeah. I said it better. Whatever, (laughs) But I just had to stop thinking about it. And I was just like, you know what? The people who I made this video for are going to like it regardless. Yes. Like they'll find this video and it will help them. And I made like three videos like that. It was a whole series. And then I also made a video about my job that I was working at the time. And it was a day in the life of a monitor tech. So I, I said all that to say, like... Whenever you get ready to share your knowledge, don't think about trying to keep it to yourself because you don't want other people to take it. Because honestly, that's kind of why you want to share it. <laughs> that's it kind of why you want to share it because you want everybody to know. And of course, people are inspired when you do cool things. They are. And so I guess that's like the best form of flattery, even though sometimes I don't feel that way. But well, and, and you're not alone, though. But that's a part like. For me, I'll, it's a part of the game. Like, yeah. listen, man, y'all all my sons. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That way. And I, it's not, and I'm not saying it in like, you know, a pretentious way or something like that. But it's like, like, say, for instance, like growing on social media, mm-hmm. people would come to me all the time or send me messages yes. all the time. I never had a problem giving out the game or giving out the information because two reasons. Actually, three. One, the guy who showed me, it was a random white guy on on Instagram. I just, I I got in his DM and I asked him, yo, how do I do this? 
And he literally wrote it back and like told me exactly what to do. I he asked me, you know, what name are you thinking about doing? I told him. He was like, eh. <laughs> you know, and yeah. then he and then we worked that out. It was a guy I did not know. He's from New York. Like, hadn't talked to him before that, didn't like none of his photos before that. Like, I saw him and I was like, this, like, I knew that that was it. Like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. And I just hit him up and he shared it all and it worked. And so then that's what I was like, oh, snap. But what's crazy is what you'll find out is like, that was number one. Because he did that, I was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Number two, you start realizing Oh, that's a scarcity mentality, like trying to hoard it and keep it back. Like it's not a billion other people or seven, right? Like these ain't the only people. And if they watching theirs, they probably going to find mine and they're going to watch mine right. too. Right. And like you said, if they're for me and we, you know, like we vibe, they're going to subscribe to me and we still going to rock whether or not, you know. And then three, when you when you start giving it out, Right, giving out the information and letting it go freely, you'll realize like it's gonna come back. Yeah. Like at some point, now that video that you were talking about is doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Now, you know, stuff like that, it is what it is. But yeah, that I always say is it's just a scarcity mentality because you know, we always we're thinking about us, but then it's like, well, who did I make it for? Like you said, mm. like I made it for people who are looking for a specific thing. Yeah, it got bit, but somebody going to find me. And then if you like me, like I'm a person who, if I see it, I'm going to be like, oh, look at the date on that, though. So they made this first. Yeah. And then I'll go down they stuff because I say, oh, okay, they really got the juice because they made it first. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Well, um, I was just thinking about how it's important to talk to new people, like, and not just stay within like your little circle. We, well, because if you stay with the same people and they're not growing, Mm -hmm. then you won't grow either. You know, I know a lot of people who feel like, well, they're in my circle and that's it. Anybody new needs to just go find somebody else to talk to. You can't get in here. Yeah, don't come over here (laughs) trying to get in my circle. No new friends. But it's important to talk to new people because everybody, like I said, has their own bank of knowledge. And so, like, I think this is the biggest thing why it's important for people to go to college. Or that's why they used to say it back then because of networking. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a big uh, selling factor. Yeah, because, yeah. like, there's a, a melting pot of people who go to college. So you'll have people from different backgrounds, with different socioeconomic statuses, with different home lives, with diff- just culture. And so, like, you might find somebody who worked in an industry or whose parents worked in an industry you want to be in, and you get connected with them, and the next thing you know, you have landed an internship. Big or time. You may move in with somebody who is a cook or like a chef, aspiring chef, and you don't know how to cook, and they teach you lots of new recipes. Or, I mean, there's just so many things, but it's so important for you to talk to new people and share just a little. I'm not telling, saying that you need to share your whole life, but it's very important to, like, talk to new people because I know every time I went to a new job, because I did job, 
job hop a little bit, mm-hmm. I kind of started talking to the people around me. You know what I mean? Like I shared, they shared, and you know what? Then I can pass that on to somebody else. Facts. But if I never talked to anybody new, the only way I could learn something is by reading a book or hearing it on TV. And most of the time, the stuff that I'm watching on TV ain't trying to teach me nothing new. <laughs> yeah. So it's entertainment. It, yeah, it's yeah. entertainment. Yeah. And so, like, it's really important for you to talk to new people. That's why I'm always afraid, not necessarily afraid of people, but when people are like, I don't like people, or, you know, I don't like making friends or being social, I'm like, well, then you're going to continue to stay the same because those new people might try to help you in some way. Yeah. They could they could help they literally could help push you forward if you let them. Let me tell you. You never like you literally never know who you're talking to. Like when you just talk to random people, the one of the biggest examples. Now, I haven't cashed in on this yet, but one of the biggest examples where we live right now. One of the neighbor, one of my neighbors, like two doors down, okay? I'm randomly talking to him one day. We're just talking about a few different things. Anyway, it leads into, oh, he was asking me about my golf clubs. I was putting them in my trunk because we I was about to go and um, practice. And that's how it kicked it off. Well, like, I don't know, after a few minutes, somehow he asked, like, what was I doing on this, you know, outside or whatever. And I told him about marketing and stuff. And he was like, Wow. You know, my nephew, he's in that business, right? We talk a little bit more, and he was like, yeah, he's actually, oh, I know what, real quick, pause inside of the middle of this story. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to start it off by, there's a book out there, I think it's called The Seven Degrees yeah. of, like, you're basically you're seven degrees away from everyone in this world. You know, it's eight billion people in the world. Some kind of way, you're within seven degrees away. And Will Smith his, he just had a book come out, right? Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, talking to him, back into the story. Sorry, y'all, Shiva, Shiva had us off. But <laughs> back into the story, we're talking. I told him about that, and he said, oh, I got a nephew. He's he's in marketing um, and advertising. Matter of fact, his business partner is Will Smith's brother. He was like, he was like you know, how long? Basically, he was like, he was trying to see if he could find a way to link us up. But what's The crazy part about that is it's just like, had we not went down that path, I don't know how it got on there. Mm -hmm. But now you now you realize like, oh, snap, I'm only like three degrees away from Will Smith. Mm -hmm. You know, literally like he talks to his nephew. His nephew talks to Will Smith's brother, which, by the way, I had no clue he had a brother. He talks to his brother, and then, boom, his brother, that's director Will Smith. And then when you get, and I'm not saying that this happens, but I'm saying, then you get in a circle where Will Smith is there, and now look at all those connections. Mm-hmm. Now I'm probably five degrees away from Barack Obama because he probably know the Barack uh, direct. I, I'm just saying, yeah. like, you don't know what or who other people know, and when you shut that off, like, if I was – like went outside, put my golf clubs in the in the trunk, and then opted not to have a conversation with him by just saying, "Oh yeah, I'm on my way to the uh, golf range." You know, I holler, and got in the car, took a couple extra minutes, and you know, 
relationships get built and things can change. You never know. You mm-hmm. never know. Yeah, close mouth don't get fed. It don't. And your mama told you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking also about how friendships change with age, and we've talked about this before. It's because your personality, your values, and desires, they change over time. So you know you have to, your relationships will too. Yeah. And so, like, like I, I, I specifically remember at a certain point, I was like, I want more married friends. Yeah. And I started searching out people who were married. But, you know, it didn't work that way because you can't. I mean, you can sometimes go searching for something, but it may not be what you're looking for. And then other times I was like, now I want to find more teacher friends. Right. And again, you know, but honestly, you just got to open yourself up to those things and just realize people in the same kind of lifestyle that you're in will more than likely have the same values. For sure. Or similar, not the same. Close. Similar. And I was thinking about how like, if all the people in your small circle ever talk about are like, I don't know, the clothes, like buying Jordans. I remember like where we grew up, if you had on a pair of Nikes or Jordans, you were popular. You remember This that? is facts. Oh, yeah. 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 But where I am now, I don't see any Nikes or Jordans. Yeah, no. You probably see what Asics. You see? Yes, I see some Asics. Uh, I see New Balance. I yeah, see Doc Martens probably. Yeah, and I see. I mean, just all kind of different shoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm in a different space now. Like, I necessarily don't need to be. And not that I went out. I bought a couple pair when I was in high school, and yeah. a little bit after that, just so I could fit in. But after mm-hmm. a while, I just realized, you know what? Ain't nobody paying attention to these shoes. Not really. Like. That's the that was the funniest thing, you know. Over time, you start realizing, it's like, wait a minute. This first of all, the feeling only lasts a couple, you know, yeah. couple or one week to be exact, because yeah. the next week it's another pair coming out. Yeah. So it's, oh, you're talking about Jordan. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, okay, who got those now? Oh, it's this person. Right. All right. <laughs> they forgot all about yours from last week. So yeah. when you start realizing that, you're like, oh. Forget this mess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the ones that I like. Right. Because you, uh, what you see is you see some who fall into a trap. Now, again, it ain't tricking if you got it. If your parents, <laughs> if your parents, you know, want to buy you every pair that come out, hey, man, you won. You hit yeah. the jackpot, all right? But if they, I mean, if not, and you're doing it and you just buying every single one just because it's the newest one, I started seeing it's like, yo, I don't even like this, like, mm-hmm. color or this yeah. This one. So like why would I buy why would I waste my money and then I don't even really like the shoe. Mm-hmm. So I, I shoot probably about uh sophomore year, I started buying the ones that I liked. Like if I liked them, that's the ones I got. Yeah. And then you start seeing you know, you see people who yeah, they got it and then they say it. Like, yeah, you know, I don't even really like these like that. Yeah. But they all like, right. Like, but you got it because it's they came out this week, you know, it got to be hot, but it's other ways. It's other ways, mm-hmm. you know. Um, We were talking in the car about this too. Trey was just saying like, some people may not know what they're knowledgeable in. And you were saying like, you should ask yourself, what do I know a lot about? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. If, if you're struggling with, okay, like I don't really have a thing. Mm-hmm. You do. You do. Every everyone does, you know, I don't know, probably a couple of weeks ago I was talking with you about this. You know, God gave us a measure, right? Yeah. And and I personally 
like in the Bible, it says he gave us a measure of faith. Uh-huh. But I took it a step further and I was like, I think he gave us like a measure of like everything on the yeah. spectrum. Yeah, I agree. And it's like some people have like, you know, a measure of let's say a running ability. Mm-hmm. Right. You might be able to run extremely fast naturally, like barely any training. You are fast. Mm-hmm. I'm the same body type, same build. I can't run that fast. Yeah. Right. But God gave me a measure of running ability and you can train those. You can train that measure into a, you know, a higher ability. And that's what, you know, takes you from being like average and then elite or great mm-hmm. is because you actually trained whatever piece or portion that he gave you. But everyone has something. Yeah. And so with that, look inside. So, yeah, I said, you know, what do you know a lot about? Like, it's, it's crazy, but you probably know a lot about a certain thing that someone else doesn't. Right. And it's just like, how do you know that? Right. Like, and and it, it would lead people to say, like, how do I do this? Yeah. So, you know, people will yeah. start calling you and asking you. And that's how you know. How that's do I another get started way. started in this trade? Yeah, that's another way. Yeah. So you need to think about, like, what are things that people ask you about like that? Like, hey, yeah. if they calling you or texting you about a certain subject or a certain thing, you probably you probably know a lot about that. Mm-hmm. And that's something to consider. Yeah. And then, because, like, it was so funny. The other day, one of our friends had reached out to Trey and asked him about, what was it, a gun? About getting a gun? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't even know if Trey is that knowledgeable in that, but maybe in the circle of that person, maybe Trey is the, the, you know. It's me, the subject matter expert. (laughs) I'm like, what what did you make up? I forgot. No, I remember early in the the, the podcast, but it's like. No, you were right. I don't know a boatload about it, but I know enough to know, like, okay, wait, I got one. Mm-hmm. So here's what I know. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that's, and you take that and run with it, you know, even farther. Right. And so that's, and that's, that's a good way to do it. Like, okay, who knows the most about this or that I even, know? Or not even that I know, because I'm pretty sure he knew more people who know, but maybe like, Comfortability, his, yes, because I was. That too. Uh, so I was thinking, like, okay. sometimes you Run can't ask everybody. That's true. Who has the knowledge about something because their experience will be different. Yeah. And if you ask someone in a gener- different generation, they might be like, "That's not safe." Or yeah. Or yeah, you know, someone yeah. with a different kind of upbringing, they may be like, "You don't need one of those at the house. We got the Lord." Yeah. You, uh, <laughs> he, you come in here. We're gonna give you the. Uh, <laughs> Peace be still. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just thinking like, what are, like, what are you knowledgeable in? Do you know? Or do you want me to share what I know I'm knowledgeable in? Yeah, you go and, I mean, I, I know I am in a lot of things, but not, like, I don't know. Go, You go ahead. Well, go. I, just, yeah, I was just thinking about it longer, so I probably have yeah, more time. Yeah. But I was just thinking like, even though, like I said, I'm not an expert, people come to me and we talk about this. Maybe not ask questions, but we share our experience with each other. And one of the things was crochet. Just the other day, I think it was like Wednesday, mm-hmm. one of my coworkers walked all the way down to my room before school started and was like, I wanted to gift you this book. And it was like a crochet book, yeah. a crochet pattern book. And she was like, I know that you know how to read patterns and you make some really nice stuff. And so I wanted to give this to you. 
because she was just basically saying like she's not really good at reading patterns. She's more like a simple pattern person. And I was like, oh, thank you. But I was like, maybe I come off as someone who is an expert. I do know how to read patterns. And I haven't really crocheted in a long time from a pattern. But I was like, okay, maybe I do have some knowledge in that. You do. You know, another thing could possibly be maintaining my natural hair. (laughs) That's facts. Even though I'm not the expert, I've had natural hair almost three years. And it's not breaking off. Yeah, somebody just started. It's not breaking off. And it's full and it's healthy looking. <laughs> and I try to maintain it. So that could be something. Another one is starting a YouTube channel. And while, you know, mine isn't as successful as some other people, it's it is pretty still, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's making money. Yeah. Hello. I like to share that with y'all. But I, what <laughs> I'm saying is, like, you know, a lot of people, they never get to that point. Right. So obviously, you know something. Right. Um, another one, which is so funny, I think is hilarious. Changing jobs. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a business. It. it is. And then another one is answering questions on an interview. Yeah. Um, because I've changed jobs so much. I feel like. But that's somebody's making money right now. I teaching know. people how to, about it. you know, how to interview or how to, how to write a resume. Like, there are people who are experts at everything. Mm -hmm. And whether or not you, like, to you, because, I mean, to answer your question, I, it's a lot of stuff. I think stocks. And I'm not, like, I'm not, yeah, I mean. Clothes. People always fashion, fashion, and, yeah, fashion, you know, that realm, color matching, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love that. That's what I would say I've went deep into everything else. I'm like intermediate or like you know somewhere like i know enough to i can have a long conversation about it but i'd say you're probably close to like a intermediate bible scholar too i do love yeah i do love that (laughs) (laughs) i can go all day on that in different topics that real estate i don't know i just feel like he's got so much yeah you you got a lot but you know what's crazy is it goes back to what we talked about earlier like I listen to people who talk about those things a lot or, you know, you know, like I love being like a fly on the, like not a fly on the wall, but because I don't know when you think about that statement, like I just want to be a fly on the wall. How long would that fly stay on your wall? (laughs) So I don't really like using that one, but I like being like, (laughs) I like being the, the guy, the younger guy or the guy who sits back and just really like, soaks in all the info Mm -hmm. you know yeah so but yes that might be why but yeah yeah so you got some knowledge i do yeah but that's the thing what we're saying is everyone does right and so that's why it's important to share it and to get it out there because then you you never know you might um be speaking with someone who is really like they're like yo you know a lot about this can i connect you with such and such or mm-hmm. you know can we do something right or you might be introducing someone to something yeah and that's know, a like, whole there are so many things i had no idea about but people just share stuff like you yeah. might ask somebody a simple hey what you doing tomorrow i gotta go to work i'm an air traffic controller what's that yeah what do they do yeah oh, and next wow. thing you know you looking into a new career i just thought they saw each other from far away and was like oh let me get up out the way <laughs> and then you realize like oh snap it's people who 
are literally telling them this mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, that's real. It is. You want me to mm-hmm. jump into the next? All right. So what do you think about this quote right here? Okay. I, I saw it and I was like, I think we could talk about this because I, I saw some truth, but then I was like, eh. So it says, it's a quote by a guy named Herman Hess. And it says, one can pass on knowledge, but not wisdom. One can find wisdom. One can live it. One can be supported by it. One can work wonders with it, but one cannot speak it or teach it. And he's saying. That was a lot. Um, it was. But so just to break it down, he said, you can you can pass on knowledge, but you can't pass on wisdom. Right. So I'm like, but what does he mean with that? Is he saying like if some wise stuff comes to you, you can't let it. I guess because like if you're. If you can recognize that it's knowledge, you can't turn away from it. Because mm-hmm. I think in order to, I mean, it, that it's wisdom, sorry. Yeah. I know. If you I, can oh recognize God, I know. that it's wisdom, you can't turn from it. Yeah. I, personally, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe he's coming from like a, you know, a carnal place or whatever. He said, you know, you can, I don't know. Because in, in the Bible, it's like, it tells you to get the wisdom. Yeah. Right. But so I it's guess like, maybe it's like an internal thing. So you can't teach somebody how to be wise. You can just show them wise choices. Yeah. Or wise I see. What, I see do. what. Okay. I see what he's saying. Because so like, it's up to the individual to, to actually use that wisdom. Yes. And if you use the wisdom, that means you got it. Right. If not, then you just got the knowledge. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Because there's a lot, a lot of knowledgeable of people out there. But it takes the wisdom to know when and how to use the right. knowledge. Right. Hee-hee. I know, right? Okay. We just um We unlocked that yeah. right there. Okay. <laughs> no, I like it. Now I'm with it. I'm with that. Okay. And so also what I did, you know, I thought about when I was looking at this, I thought about uh it was a Netflix documentary. If you know me, I you know I love those. I love documentaries, period. But there was one in particular, it was called The Black Godfather, and it was profiling a guy named Clarence Avant and his power behind the scenes. And for me personally, like, because it was something that I always thought about, and I had never seen it really, like, put into fruition, like, the way he did it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm watching it, when I was watching that document, I was just like, yo. He was smiling the it, whole time. Because it was because like when you know that you help somebody and they don't know like I'd never heard of that guy before I watched the documentary, but all the people that he helped and that he connected and you know, it's just like, how have I never heard of this guy right. with all the stuff that he's done for others? And that, yeah, that just, that was, that was everything for me, man. I was just like, wow. And what I wrote down was like, they considered that guy a connector for like the last 60 years. And in, throughout the documentary, he had photos with everyone, anybody that you know, like out there in the public, he had a photo with him. He knows them. They know him. Like when they were interviewing these people, it was like, oh yeah, that's Mm -hmm. the guy. You know what I mean? The way they spoke about him. And like I was saying, it was like one day I wanted, I like, I'd like to be like that guy. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who knows a lot of people and know what they do. So that when I come across somebody who's 
good or who's looking for something or like that conversation we were talking about and listening and it's like, oh, well, I know such and such who can do this and, and let's get y'all connected. And let's, but I can't connect you if I don't know that person and I can't connect you if you don't. Tell me your conver- story. Yeah, yeah, you don't conversate. So that's what this whole thing is about. It's like, you know stuff. Mm-hmm. Let it out. Talk to people. You don't have to be a shell. Mm-hmm. And you don't and just because you're telling people stuff, that also don't mean you gotta, you know, be loose lipped and tell everything. Yeah. Right? That's there's a whole that's a whole thing on itself. Just right. how to communicate. But, you know, telling that letting people know things, that's how you can get into certain spaces and not it's kind of like a cheat code really mm-hmm. like yeah you could probably still get there but if i talk to somebody who knows the direct connect and they just boop throw the alley-oop then i just save myself who knows years right however. i thought the cool thing about that was they like when they first started the documentary mm-hmm. they were like who is that no for like, real what does he do and everybody <laughs> was like he just like, Max. he just was who he was. Yeah. Like, he needs to be there. That was kind of what it was like. You need That's to make sure real. you invite this guy. Yep. And they're like, well, what benefit is this? Just make sure he's there. Yep. It, it was right. almost like they didn't know yeah. what they knew. Like, it was just like he, like, I think people kind of maybe thought of him as like a socialite. Yeah. But he was just like a connector. He was. He was the bridge between so many different things because he was trusted. Yeah. And he knew, like, he knew how to read people. Yeah. And he would help. Make the, deals. Yeah, he would help make deals. And I think they were saying he he could, like, like if there was tension in the room or something, like, he would be like a mediator kind of. Yeah. So it was like. And what's crazy is even on Google, that still was like one of the highest things. Like, what did yeah, what Clarence did do? Avon do? And that's the thing. And it actually got into, like, if you if you get enough into the documentary, it did get into it. Like, he had credentials. Like, he had owned radio stations and, like, worked Boy. with some big musicians. Like, yeah. one like, of his biggest ones was, it. what's his name? He died not too long ago. You asking the Dang it. Uh, I can't remember. Quincy? No, not Quincy. He's still alive. But, no, I he, he was a, man, I can't think of his name. And I can't think of any of his songs. But you knew him. Um but yeah, the other thing that was he, important yeah. about it was he was black. Yeah. And he wasn't, I, I'm going to say this, but look, just get it. He wasn't the most attractive guy. So it wasn't that he yeah. looked, like, it wasn't saying. like he had an appeal about him yeah. that made people want him in the room. It was really about his personality and his, Ooh, yeah. yeah, like his strength of who he was. Facts. And so that that to me spoke more than anything else because a lot of times people just they kind of I ain't gonna say they tolerate you but yeah. if you dress nice and you look good too you know just let them just in. let them come on in yeah we, let need, them we in. need some more beautiful people in this party anyway you know that's facts yeah that's facts you had something else no that was it okay yeah so just I, I had written some stuff down just to make sure we you know had enough time in here and I think we did so another important thing. And all of this that I wanted to uh, speak on was protecting your environment. Because that's one of the biggest things, like, and everything that we're talking about in this episode, one of the biggest things you can do is protect your environment. Like, your environment, 
will change. Your environment can change you before you can change the environment. Like mm-hmm. groups of people, they influence you. No, like there's no way around that. Like I said last there, week, there's no way around it. If you haven't looked at the episode from last week, go watch it. She said it. So if you're around a bunch of drug dealers, listen. I got the sex. You gonna be one, <laughs> right? It, like if if you're around low level thinkers, you're gonna become a low level thinker. It's not rocket science. It's just look. If you if you're against gossiping, like you don't like gossiping. But you always around it. You gonna end up gossiping. You know, you gonna end up one of the days like, you know, I did, I did see such and such. <laughs> you gonna end up doing it, yeah, because that's what you're around, and so you're the average of the five people that you hang around. So whoever you want to be, you want to find your way to get around it. You want to find a way to get around it, and when you're in those, cir- you know, those circles, and you're in that atmosphere, you it'll raise you up. Or, you know, you'll raise up to that because nobody wants to be the dud. So you're going to end up raising yourself in there, you know. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, for real. But um, just in, in closing this thing up, knowledge without wisdom, just like action without wisdom, can be a person or an organization off the rails as quick. can take a person or organization off the rails as quick as anything. And because of this, as well as for many more reasons, we should be hiring for wisdom, like training for wisdom, mm-hmm. encouraging it in every way we can. Right. Whether that's in business, in your personal life, any other course, anything else you can think of, that's unwise. You want to be wi- and wise because then when you get wisdom, now you can start seeing like, well, maybe I shouldn't tell this person. Yeah. Right. Or. I, I should at least say something to this person, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, all these different things. When you have wisdom to learn it and to, to know when and when not to do things, that's really that's really when you got the knowledge, mm-hmm. you know. So anyways, don't forget, leave, leave a review and subscribe wherever you're engaging in this content. As always, this is this is it, right? <laughs> yes. I, I just want to make sure you don't have nothing else. <laughs> no. All right. Another one for the in the books, as always. Don't forget, it's high thinking, strong faith, simple living, smart Smart work. work. Peace. Bye.